I've had a creme brulee in, I don't even know. Forever. Like, honestly, probably 15 years. I mean, I just had it on Friday, but like. <laughs> oh, fair. But you live main character lifestyle, yeah. so I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Friends by Accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degian and Kristen Mandela. We are back, baby. Season, Season two. two. Let's get two. it. <laughs> Let's go. Better than ever. We don't know. We have yet to find out. Yeah, And seriously. we're going to take you guys along for the ride with us. Lots to catch up on. Um. We're so excited to be back for a season two of Accidental Friends, Accidental Ami. Yeah. Um, so and we, we also we wanted to say quickly a yeah. thank you to all the folks that reached out while we were on kind of our hiatus. We got, I know, that like, was I really sweet. I literally was at a wedding and like my friend Zoe was like, oh my God, I can't wait for season two. Like hearing those things from people in yeah. person and online is like the best thing ever because we kind of just thought this was happening for us. So yeah, <laughs> we thought we were everyone. having the best time. Yeah. Um, I had like some, I was at an event and my mom's friend is the one that came up to me and was like, oh, I love that. when are you recording more episodes? And also, my mom the, actually the said, yeah, she was like, I don't know if you want to listen to all of them, but <laughs> you know what? Let her live. Hey, if she wants live. to listen, my she life. wants living my life blah 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 living my life okay so before we jump into this actual topic which is yes all about kind of traditions rituals how they've shaped us what they look like now yes. for us especially yep. coming up on a bunch of holidays let's do a quick catch-up because i feel like totally. it has been like a i don't even know how long time has been like oh my two gosh months, I guess. yeah yes about two months um, yeah so what has been going on with you now okay. that we don't talk every day <laughs> um i know well, um, I was working in an internship and I just got a full-time job in social media and content creation Let's go. Um, in the food industry. So I'm like working with food-related brands and it's been the freaking best. I am learning so much. I'm only on like week two or three, I, three, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm learning a ton. I and my, the company is like really young and it's like very tech savvy. And I always make the joke that I'm like Robert De Niro in the intern because right. I'm 30 and they're all. You're basically than making me. it seem like you're 65 somehow. Like I'm 65 and I'm constantly asking you... like the young buck who sits behind me being like, can you help me oh my fix God, something? You think you're so much older than you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm learning. But it's true, a the Gen Z millennial gap is pretty big. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So that's what's been going on with me. Amazing. Um, tell me about you. What's been going on? What I mean, has happened in the last two months? Hey, life is good. Life is grand. Um, Love I got that. to go to New York, Ugh, back to our city. And genuinely Where we was, fell in love. Yeah, seriously. Um, mm -hmm. but it was also where I got to fall in love with my little godson, my god baby. Oh. Um, the sweetest. Yeah, it was incredible. He is, I guess, almost nine months old now, but he was eight months old and we got to hang out every day. And it was like, I guess, a five or six day trip. And it was just perfect. Beautiful. It was very difficult to come home. Let me just tell you that much. I can't, I can't even imagine <laughs> I really after not time. leaving the country. It was for also like my first time traveling. Half. Yeah, which was yeah, such yeah, a trip. Yeah. It was so weird. Totally. Um, and also, just like New York handled it has a really high vaccine rate and it just has kind of like adapted to the vaccine passport thing really quickly. So 
it was yeah. really liberating to be in a city that was just like so alive especially like toronto's been great like it's been a great summer but it yeah. definitely ha- doesn't have the same energy it never does but no it I was totally more obvious this time <laughs> I know New York like almost it feels like it like bounced back and we are uh, it did yeah well it got hit so fast and so early though I agree um but but let's get into this week's episode shall we yes please so we kind of want to start it off because I mean we are like entering almost like a holiday season yeah you know dude I literally Um, went into a store and they already had Halloween and Christmas decorations up and I'm like I cannot I mean the Halloween thing I get it's October but come on totally give a girl a second to breathe I know. Tell me about it. So I felt like this is like the perfect way to explain because I feel like we have very different traditions and we have very different like I mean it is probably because of our different family dynamics but Mm -hmm. um, so how we navigate the holidays is quite different. Definitely. So tell me about like your holidays and your traditions like what does that look like for you? Okay. So your girl's super white and (laughs) um basically my parents being divorced and remarried I kind of have grown up with four parents and all of whom lucky enough to have grandparents until um I guess like 2015 but Mm -hmm. anyway so I have really had quite a busy holiday schedule often whether it's I guess like earlier it was kind of more Easter stuff but not really so much anymore now it's kind of like the Thanksgiving the Christmas yeah those are like the big ones, right? Those are the and big ones, And then like whatever yeah. birthdays or, or whatever whatever mm-hmm. else is going on kind of thing. Long weekends. And I've always had this like internalized stress about it. Like that's no that's no surprise to any of my family or friends because I, I, I am guilty that I can't be more places at once. Yeah. I don't like that I have to divide my time between my parents. I would love to be two people <laughs> and then totally. go up and spend the entire weekend or entire thing with both of them in full instead of doing it this kind of half and half thing and that yeah. that has internalized into a lot of guilt and stress even though they do not put that on me at all um so we're gonna do that to ourselves always oh but. for sure yeah <laughs> and um but honestly like it's kind of fun because my families are also very different um yeah so you kind of get like a yin and yang kind of energy <laughs> like my mom's is like a little bit more relaxed you kind of like hang out um like not it's just as, like a family get together yeah, as opposed like it's to kind like, of like a less, traditional set yeah it's kind of a little bit more um a little bit more low-key it kind of depends actually what kind of energy my brother's bringing in because he's kind of the the high energy <laughs> dude that we play off e- each other quite a lot um, the one that goes but, rogue yeah exactly um <laughs> but my dad's side is like a lot of extroverts we got a lot of aries energy over okay, on the, cool, the cool, mandela cool, side cool, so cool, it's cool, kind cool, of like cool. a lot more is going on you yeah, know? yeah yeah it's just a, yeah. it's just a uh a, a fiery dynamic <laughs> I, it, I for, it, it's super fun both you need both of them yeah. you can't just have one i yeah. love both like i love both um for the like for the traditions that we have but there isn't anything specifically in terms of food like my dad's side kind of like they've always been good cooks like my dad's always been a really good cook so he kind of just tries whatever he kind of feels like cooking sometimes he'll do a roast sometimes they'll do so this. is your like, dad the cook in in these situations i would say more so yeah my dad okay like loves to cook my stepmom has like a few dishes that she's really good at cooking but my dad's a bit more of like a put together kind of meals has like a good yeah. sense of food um and then same thing like my mom's a really good cook too and same thing with paul like my stepdad uh is a great cook so they'll make kind of more of a traditional but i will give a lot mm-hmm. of credit actually to the fact that as of late they've been quite accepting of my my 
vegan lifestyle. And yeah, I was going to say, that's, had, like, so how do you navigate that? Like, do you? Oh, it's been, you know, it, <laughs> there's years Because I know when we harder. did our Friendsgiving. Yeah. I mean, I tried my best to even just make like the green beans, which is crazy because it's like the green beans vegan, but that yeah. just by not using butter, butter or like totally. the mashed potatoes vegan by not using um, milk and all that stuff. Totally. But like. How do you navigate it with your family because you are the only vegan in your family? Definitely. Big, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened at the beginning was like uh, just making side portions. So if my mom was making yeah. stuffing, she would make like a little gluten-free vegan little like portion of stuffing or like a a, a vegan turkey, like tofurkey thing yeah. or whatever. And then I kind of grew out of that in terms of like not wanting to have like this kind of tokenized like vegan little plate yeah, yeah, and yeah. instead just like incorporating what we do now is like if they do have – um, turkey or some type of animal protein will have all the sides be vegan. Cool. So that way, like, I can just have a plate full of all the yeah, delicious yeah. sides and I'll make a few of them as well. That was kind of like the biggest kind of thing that I think ushered in a new era in terms of like accepting my veganism on like a socially with friends and with family was like me mm-hmm. offering to start to bring and cook vegan dishes so that people, even with your uh, friends giving that we had a few yeah. years ago, I was like, I'll make my vegan mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese and we'll, we oh made like God, a really so nice good. like maple kind of um, yeah. Brussels sprout dish or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that was amazing. It, they were good. And then so that way good. it's kind of an easy way of being like, okay, I'm not going to like expect everyone to make a vegan food. I'll make my own side and then you can try and it too. It and it wasn't like, like it, just you guys ate those like two dishes. No, exactly. Like, that's why we I kind of all shared that. them. Totally. Yeah. So I think that's been an important kind of stepping stone is like my mm-hmm. willingness to also – like prepare some dishes which is really fun yeah. as well because I honestly have gotten really into vegan baking because right. it's we're in like a renaissance baby of like the the plant-based milks the plant-based butters mm. have been nuts lately like really really good same thing with the cheeses and all that kind of stuff so it just is way easier to replicate dishes that I haven't had for a really long time like even at my restaurant yeah. that I'm working at now we just started um serving a vegan creme brulee and oh it's God. absolutely delicious. Hello. And I'm like, I haven't had creme brulee in, I don't even know. Forever. Like, honestly, probably 15 years. I mean, I just had it on Friday, but like. <laughs> oh, fair. But you live main character lifestyle. Yeah. So I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm happy for you. I know. I'm happy too. Creme brulee is delicious. Creme brulee and is delicious. that's like the one thing that I think, other than the family tradition of like, we always had to plan ahead. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not going to one dinner. It's like, okay, who gets Friday who, or Saturday and Monday or Sunday and Monday or whatever it is. Um, but now it's been interesting because having a long-term partner, like Andres and I move in together. That was actually going to be my next question because you're gotcha. navigating like two families, which already to me seems overwhelming. Right. And then now you have to consider your partner and his Family. family and yeah. his family dynamics too right and i'm so lucky how enough do you that like guys they're like do very that? well i'm super lucky because now we've kind of gotten into a rhythm like my dad usually always gets mondays my mom gets the sunday whatever it is yeah. it's kind of fallen into a little bit easier of a rhythm which is great and everyone's super understanding they just kind of want us to be not stressed out about it because they know that totally. we get stressed out about it which is yeah. super understand super lovely with andre's parents they are like <laughs> so Uh, organized and so good Mm -hmm. at planning things that they'll know like weeks and weeks in advance. So they're like, hey, what day is this? Whatever. What can make it work? And if they can make it work, they'll move stuff around so that I can come, which is super, super sweet of them. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I'll just try to like I'll sneak in a visit in the morning or or after or something like that. But they've actually been really accommodating because I think 
they also like know have like the same feeling with you where they're like, oh, you have like double the amount of planning that we have to do. So we'll just be kind of easy because they just have a yeah. smaller family yeah. in general. So it's like way easier for them to be adaptable. And they luckily are super open to being adaptable without even me asking, which is like so kind. So it's, oh, it's kind of amazing. Like the, it's not stressful at all, which has been yeah. awesome because – I think if they were a little bit high maintenance Oof. or like, hey, Kristen needs to be here for this, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you'd feel so guilty on top of just like wanting to be able to see you, like, your just get family. Just a cardboard cutout of yourself. And yeah, you, like, I'm just gonna get, make three you put on, like, and a just ship them all and to just, my like, walks yeah. <laughs> Honestly, well, it, it all comes from a place of love. Like, I just don't want to let anybody down, and I don't want to not spend time with my family. Like it's a very lucky yes. feeling to, to, to feel stressed that way. You know what I mean? So do you find like, do you get um like after the holidays, you get this like, you almost go into like a down. You're just kind of like, I'm exhausted from the holidays. It, I'm exhausted from like the stress just on your body. Or a, are you a, like- A little bit. I'd say probably more when I was younger. Now I feel yeah. like I'm navigating it in a much easier way and it's like not as difficult for me. Like when you're cool. younger, you kind of have a harder time like verbalizing or even like understanding yeah. what you're feeling. So I think mm-hmm. when I was like in my maybe teens, like high school years, I really was super stressed out about it because I yeah. also didn't have the the words to properly describe how I was feeling to my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And again, like it wasn't anything that anybody was trying intentionally to do. It was a feeling I was almost exclusively putting on on myself like it wasn't yeah. you know what I mean yeah but, of course uh, obviously it's not my parents fault that they wanted to hang out <laughs> like they wanted to see <laughs> us but uh yeah I think now it's like much easier because I'm like these are the days that I'm available let's let's make something work like totally especially this year I'm going to Mexico for <gasps> two and a half weeks um over Christmas and spending it with Andre's family and I feel like it's Oh my god, that takes yeah, the stress it's kind out of, of it, and the it sense does, of like, and it, it does. You have no like, responsibility though. again, though. Yeah, but like you're literally out of the country. I know it is kind of lovely just to kind of be on a vacation. To be honest, I also get really stressed out about yeah. gift giving because I've never really always been in a financial position to like get the gifts that I want to get people. So either yeah. I do it and I spend too much money on my credit card and then I start the year off not. But doing I also well. feel the need to say that you give the most beautiful, thoughtful gifts. Like, oh, that's very sweet. It's I do just enjoy insane. the gift giving. You just you're you're the most wonderful gift giver. So thank you. That's very yeah. kind. Money don't mean a thing around yeah, here. I have you know had a few. I mean, you say that now, but I also had a few really horrendous years of trying to do arts <laughs> and crafts. And like one time I tried to do embroidering oh, into these gosh. like really terrible tea cloths that I bought from the dollar yeah. store. And it was, I remember specifically my dad opened it up and like had to hold back laughing because he was like, oh? you made this? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it's hard to take it seriously because I was like, oh, I wow, now that you're it. holding it up in the daylight, this looks terrible. Use it yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. clean your, f- like, the floor of your car or something. It's fine. But bless his heart. He loved bless it. Bless his heart. I hope so. He, he loved it. Um, That's hilarious. But I'd love to hear the difference on yours because I know food, you got that food going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On your so side. So we're, like, I guess, so we have a quite a small family. Right. And so my mom, and also I should mention, like, working in the restaurant industry, the holidays kind of did end up revolving around my schedule because my whole family works like nine to fives or whatever. And so, you know, in the restaurant industry, you have to probably work Christmas Eve or like Boxing Day or in this case, like Thanksgiving Monday. So even this year, I'm working a nine to five. I have my weekends off. I have my evenings off. And my mom asked me like, are you available on Sunday? And I was like, yes, I'm always available on Sundays now. She's like, oh my God. She kind of had to think about it. But our tradition is usually to have my whole family, which is like 
the four of us, me, my mom, my dad, my brother, mm-hmm. um, my sister-in-law, uh, the two dogs, uh, my aunt, uncle, and my cousin nice. over at our place. And we used to have like my grandparents and all of that stuff. Right. Um, we do a turkey. So we do that like pretty classic. We don't do mashed potatoes or the cranberry sauce, but we do okay. stuffing. We do this like really delicious like butter buttery rice. Oh, good. And then it's just like a table full of like salads and we do these little things called bureks, which is like phyllo pastry mixed with um filled with feta cheese and ricotta and dill. Wow. And they're so 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 good. They like they it's like putting popcorn in your mouth. It just they're they're tiny and they just go so fast. So those were kind of our traditions just like a massive meal for like 8 9 of us, but we could feed 20 to 25 people and we all take some stuff home um and we're not a religious family by any means whatsoever um but when my grandpa was still with us he is like he likes to say a prayer um before big meals right and so he would always get me to say the like the grace before meals in armenian and then when my sister-in-law joined the family we'd say it in english for her and so even now, like for big meals, um, though he's passed, like we mm-hmm. still, I still say the That's prayer so nice. like for him and our newest favorite tradition, I would say for my whole family is he said something. So, um, he like spoke English, like quite well, but instead of saying peace to the world, he said piss on the world when he <laughs> lifted his glass of wine on purpose and no, he thought he was saying peace to the world or peace for the like world, the whatever world, the, yeah. <laughs> he thought he was saying peace, be with yeah, the yeah, world, yeah. But essentially, but he said piss on the world. Love it. And we thought Anarchy. it was the <laughs> funniest thing ever. So now, <laughs> in addition to saying grace, both in Armenian and in English, we raise our glass and we say piss on the world. Wow. I um, love that. And we love it. Like, we think it's hilarious, but it, otherwise, it like, it's, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, we don't have these, like, crazy traditions. It's just sitting around a table of food pretty much the entire time. Right. Um, And just kind of, like, chatting away. And that's pretty much it. There's nothing massive that happens. I think what started to, like, be more difficult was obviously when my brother started dating my sister-in-law. And then we had to incorporate another family into the mix. But... Her family's also amazing. Like this year we're doing Thanksgiving with her side of the family over as well. Mm. And it's just kind of like, it just works. Like they're super understanding and my family's really understanding. So I think that they just kind of now leave it up to like my brother and my sister-in-law to like discuss. Right. And she has a lot bigger of a family. Like she has like aunts and uncles and cousins and like – then they have kids, like it's just, yeah, a, yeah, she yeah. has a massive family. So wow. it does kind of a little bit end up revolving around like when they're doing it, but yeah. we're totally okay with that because there's, we're such a small family that it you're doesn't. You're more, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a bit more flexible. Yeah, like we have schedules. less people to schedule than they right. do. So That's amazing. Yeah. So I mean, it's I've kind heard of a, about the food and I've heard about. I mean, it's I love that frickin- story about the toast though. That's uh, I know. Piss on the world is probably my Piss favorite thing world, in the whole. Baby. We like almost want to get it like tattooed on us because it's just like yeah, we that would love be hilarious so- if it didn't also just say piss on the world though, <laughs> like on your body. <laughs> but you could like get it like engraved into like some wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just hang it up in my home, yeah, and that'll be the not? newest tradition. Like where it says like home yeah. is where the heart is. You just say piss yes. on the world. 
Yeah. I used to like really like traditions. I think when I was younger, like we would mm-hmm. actually go to like church on a for whatever, like the Easter's and the Christmases and stuff like that. But we kind of stopped doing that too. And it's Same. not because we're not like I guess I don't think we've ever really been religious people. I and my mom will even say it that she just cares about the tradition of it. She right. likes the routine. It's not the actual likes, like significance of no. the thing. Yeah, I think she just likes the routine of it and it's just Fair. what she grew up on and then it's essentially what we grew up on. Mm. So it's just a matter there of that. There is something it really always, nice. There's a comfort that comes from that for sure. Yeah, like you know, I, I love Thanksgiving. I think it's actually one of my favorite holidays. Mm. I don't know why. I just like, I think it's because there's, well, the time you're of just year. sitting around a table. Yeah, right. time of year, you're just sitting around a table eating lots of food historically I, it's the worst i mean i guess all his, of them are terribly pit terrible absolutely but, yes but, but like in terms it's of our like how it to acts just, out in you, yeah how it acts out in your family yeah is really nice. how it plays out in my family it's like i don't know i we kind of love it and i love tradition yeah like, i love tradition and i i always think about like what traditions i'll have i love that when i'm older what do you think what do you think you'll have i don't know like it's even weird last year i think i um I, I always want to wake up on like a Christmas Eve or a Christmas day for some reason, like in my home. Um, but right now, obviously, because I'm not like seeing anybody or anything, it's like my parents are like, well, why don't you just come to our place and blah, blah, right. blah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But I just like the coziness of it. Mm-hmm. I have a tradition on New Year's Day that I do absolutely nothing. Like if somebody even asked me to make plans, it's not happening. Right. I love it, that. It's, it's I just your day. sit. It's my day. Like it is like truly my main character day where I like make an obscene amount of coffee. Mm-hmm. I eat everything bad in the world. And just <laughs> even though food is not bad. Food, no, is, food not is not bad, bad. or good. Mm-hmm. But I eat like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I have, totally. Like, you indulge. Food. You eat what you want. I you indulge. Because I'm like, this is, it's the first day of the new year. You got to totally. just celebrate and live a little, you know? Definitely. But I don't know what I would do for like my personal traditions. I know it's kind of like hard to think of it, especially slow. now, because I feel like yeah. we're on one hand, you think that you're like ancient because you work with a bunch of Gen Zs. But on the <laughs> other hand, like it does feel like you need to be at like a certain stage of life to almost start yes. making traditions. And I don't think that's yeah. true. I know. I think there are ways that we are kind of cementing these traditions with mm-hmm. ourselves and within our friend groups, within like our own personal, like individual, you know what I mean? Like individually, yeah. I think we're making our own routines and like how we I want traditions to play out. And I think even in when you organize that Friendsgiving, and I know like we want to do it again in the future, I think there's really beautiful ways to start making with like traditions with our chosen families. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? Actually, I kind of forgot. We talked about Friendsgiving earlier and like I have loved that tradition and that's why I'm like fighting so hard to do it again. Totally. This year or like at least wanting to do it this year because I love hosting. I love having people over Mm -hmm. and I just like, I like having people comfortable in my home and like drinking and chatting and just kind of like having a very relaxed atmosphere and like creating that atmosphere. I don't know. I thought it was really, really nice when we did it a couple years ago. Yeah, it was amazing. Can I actually add a caveat onto this whole thing that I just thought of? Yeah. I am currently in a process of like not of not drinking like yes. in the process of not drinking I don't even know what that means but I'm I'm not drinking right now and I'm yeah. trying to go for 60 days and it was brought on by me really not feeling great after I was drinking both like mental health wise and physical wise my stomach was kind of going out of whack whatever not going to take it too out of sight but there is a part of me that feels strange going into mm. 
kind of this holiday season, especially like with like your friends giving coming up where I would love to have a glass of wine or I would like to do those things. And I, at the same time, really want to see how I feel at the end of the 60 days Mm -hmm. and navigating socially these things that I'm so, that have become so affixed with drinking is going to be really interesting for me. Maybe we'll do a, we'll we'll do a follow-up maybe in a few months or whatever to see how I went, how I fared. Totally. But it is something um, like as soon as I get to a place, I'm like, oh, I would love a glass of wine. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So my question, I guess, I didn't even think about that. But my question now is that do you have like an action plan or like, like I can explain. I'm trying to, I'm doing my best to go to the gym before work every day. Not every day, four times a week at least right. so that I can give myself one rest day. So my action is to lay my clothes out down to my underwear and my socks oh, that's on brilliant. my couch so that I get up and see it right away. Like okay, cool. I, if I had to like p- look through my drawers and get dressed, it's it's, it's just too not late. happening. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too just already late. too late. It's yeah, yeah I I'm totally I totally bed. feel that. Do you have like something that you're like, "Okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to bring a bottle of like non-alcoholic sparkling or like See, that's a really good question and that's why I wanted to bring it up is because I want to kind of equip myself with some tools yeah. and I know okay. some people have I've I've watched a few people that are dealing with certain things online and they're like the same similar things online where they're like they just say oh no I'm actually doing a little bit of a detox right now or they like bring mm-hmm. up like because I obviously have like some stomach stuff like my health issues that I'm like oh like I'm actually just doing this for this but I don't want to also be like misleading and make it seem like it's something more serious than it is because the reality is is that I just I feel better when I'm not drinking yeah <laughs> and that doesn't really go well when you're at like a drinking event like it sounds a little bit judgmental you know what I mean not mm-hmm. judgmental but like yeah, I don't want yeah, to like yeah. I don't want to make anyone ever feel badly for doing what they want to do I just don't want to do it right now so I think that's a really good question and something that I should probably think about maybe I will bring a little non-alcohol I think there are a few options there's, now more oh, than ever there's like a, there's, there's a whole market now yeah 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 there's non-alcoholic and there's like sparklings you can do and my second question is when it comes to that is it the actual alcohol itself that you're like, I want to have a glass of wine. I know we kind of got off on a tangent, but I'm yeah. curious more so so that like if we do this Friendsgiving, I know what to stock in my fridge. Right. Are you like, I just want a glass in my hand while I'm enjoying it? Like, yeah, I think ra- it's like you're ritual. okay to like drink. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that's the, ritual, the ritual. Honestly, it's like the ritual of making a cocktail. Which goes back to ritual. traditions. Totally. Hey, that's a full Hello, circle moment, but it's true. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is true. You kind of do find this like, very sincere comfort in doing things that are associated with things that bring you joy and comfort and like seeing my family in that kind of environment eating food with my family or friends like those things bring me joy and comfort and then I want I have associated certain foods and certain drinks as have you with that feeling Mm -hmm. so then I feel like when I walk into that environment I'm like "Uh uh-huh perfect it's almost like a Pavlovian effect. I'm like, my mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, like tradition's not just, um, this is such a wide topic, but I was like, tradition is not just like the actions and the rituals of like showing up at 2 p.m. on, Doing it on all the, the exact Sunday same and blah, 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 blah. But it's like the food that's there and you you wait for it. Because I know for my Thanksgiving feast, and I'm only saying Thanksgiving because it's, you know, this it's weekend or whatever. Reason. It's happening soon, yeah, it's yeah. the most upcoming one. Um, but like, I really, really look forward to those foods because it's not like I have them every day. Right. Like those little buddhic things, I, I sound very so special. Armenian right now, but like <laughs> they're very, they're, they are traditionally part of our 
celebrations of yeah. birthdays and Thanksgivings, Christmases, anniversaries, like big dinners where we're with our whole family. My mom doesn't usually make them for just on the fly. But totally. um, yeah, and drinking is totally is totally tied into that. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. And now I'm also laughing on the like on the <laughs> other side because I remember there was one year where my brother got food poisoning and I think it was around Thanksgiving or Christmas and he puked so much after okay. he ate an entire like kind of traditional meal, <laughs> cranberries, stuffing all of it. And now to this day, he can't even like look at cranberries. Like no! the smell of it makes him sick because it's like he was sick from something else. Like I think he might have had the flu. I don't think it was food poisoning, but it was like yeah, he yeah, had yeah. the flu and it just like happened to hit right after we'd finished dinner. Mm-hmm. So all of that food was like n- like not digested, like fresh in yes. his mouth. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now it's like literally changed his palate. Like he doesn't enjoy any of those foods anymore because it just reminds him Ugh. of being ill. And so starts a new tradition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just shows it's all adaptable. And if you out there don't maybe enjoy hanging out with your family and you don't have yes. a lot of traditions, you know what? Mm-hmm. We love you. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that love you too. So don't be afraid to reach out to people that you care yeah. that you care about and you know they care about you. Yeah. Spend some dinner with a friend or take yourself on a date. Do whatever you yeah. want. But um, don't spend time too much time alone if you don't want to because I'm sure there's lots of people out there that love you lots I agree I always love hearing stories of like people who can't make it to their families or who don't have or don't the best want relationships to or have the, it. Yeah, yeah totally all those things how they create these like beautiful beautiful traditions themselves I love because that. now it's like they're not it's they're not I'm saying mandated but like well, well they're not like uh, they're not obligated to they're not obligated to i think that's the word i was looking for <laughs> we've been Mask in covid too, far too long yeah. <laughs> yeah um they're not obligated to do what their family is like telling them to do they can and really do it for themselves yeah they can just do whatever they want and if you want to you know like order chinese food on thanksgiving day that's your All that's your tradition you. yeah i used to have a tradition on christmas eve when i'd come home because i'd always work at a restaurant on Christmas Eve, that was okay. like the day that I you have Would to pick work. like two out of the four big days. Like crappy days, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Christmas Eve was my one, and I'd always be done at like nine o'clock. And my mom was like, "Oh, I don't want to like cook anything because she's making this like massive feast that for the next day for Christmas." Right. And so I would always get Chinese food on my way home because there's a restaurant right down the street from my parents' place, and I'd call them on my way home from my shift. Yeah, your little. And I get like a fried rice, yeah, and come <laughs> home and just like mow down on this, wow, and that, that was good. also one of my favorite traditions. But that was just mine; nobody else yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, I like love with that. me, I mean, I'm I had sure a similar thing else. with sushi and Harry Potter. Really? But it was just like a thing. What's- like if I was feeling like I needed to treat myself and I was like yeah. maybe so socially a little bit more stressed or there was something going on I'd be like I'm gonna order sushi I'm gonna walk there and get it and then I'm gonna watch probably one of the first four Harry Potters I love that and I used to have like this little kind of reading nook in my room and I'd oh. like lay, lay all my blankets and I'd like make this oh kind of God. little tree fort or not tree that fort that is but, so cute yeah. um I want to ask yeah is there a tradition that you and Dre have talked about starting Such a good question. Such a lovely question. Honestly, they're... No. No Not really. (laughs) I mean, the one thing that we're excited about is like waking up together for like holiday mornings and stuff because normally it'd be like, hey, I'll see you like in two days after I go see my family or maybe I'll be able to stop by your family brunch or whatever. You know what I mean? It was always kind of this like shift 
Um, so I think that'll be really nice to just like, yeah. if we want to have our own like little morning thing or we were talking about what we wanted to do for a tree, like whether we wanted to have one that was planted so we could like plant it and not yeah. like kill a tree or whatever we want to do. And we get to kind of sort that out for ourselves. And that's really exciting. <gasps> and decorating. Oh I my literally gosh, was just yeah. at the Salvation Army. If anybody wants to go to the Salvation Army, they have some great decor items. Okay. Okay. Secondhand, baby. All right. We love hearing <laughs> All that. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You heard um, it here first. Yeah, seriously. But um, I'm excited to see what traditions you guys come up with. I know, I'm me too. So excited. I, I actually want to be. be so I'm going to be cute. thinking about it now because I haven't actually really given it much thought during the summer because it's kind of just like been busy, busy, busy. But it'll be really nice to think of what we want to do together. Absolutely. And well, Kristen, your homework for today after this podcast episode is think of action items for going into the holiday season as a non-drinker. Honestly, I actually and also think of- <laughs> also I have an operator voice, but um, yeah. <laughs> that was so helpful to actually think of that because I am a little bit nervous because I do like to drink. So I know it's not you don't like want to get there because I'm like, oh, I hate the taste of alcohol. I'm like, no, I th- I think I like it. Too I want to see how much willpower I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's more of a mental test than anything else. So. <laughs> We'll just see. I believe in you. I'll keep you updated. Yes. Week by week. (laughs) Week by week. Step by step. Um, We can't wait. Thanks, baby. Thanks for all your support. (laughs) Always. And I can't wait for your Friendsgiving. Oh, me neither. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'll be sure to have sparkling water at the ready. At the ready. With a little lemon, please. No, I'm going to make it like a fun little color so that a a fun little deity it's exactly oh, it always on the same page we love it we're we seeing eye to eye and if you, because you guys can't see me i'm doing the like pointing the, anyway pointing the eyes. finger at my head <laughs> and like you know like eye to eye we anyway. got it <laughs> yeah somebody cut me off all right uh, have you been drinking <laughs> <laughs> i'm no, just, just now at a nine to five and i'm I know. so tired <laughs> oh my god um well i'm so proud of you honestly and i'm so happy to be back for season two i miss doing this with you this is going to be great. Can't wait. And thanks everyone for listening to our first episode back. Woohoo. See you again next Thursday. Heck yeah. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast and our website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you next week.